An insane Karen demands that I sell my PC at a garage sale and gets upset when I tell them no. I live in a small neighborhood where everyone knows each other and people do frequent yard sales. About three months ago, we had a man by the name of Bob move into the neighborhood with his wife and his son. They were very nice and we welcomed them into the neighborhood and even invited them over one night to have dinner. Now, the mom is what you would call a Karen and you'll find out why a little bit later. I show the Karen's son my PC and he thought it was so cool. He also asked me if I had any games on it. I told him that I did not, as I used it for school projects or just to watch YouTube on it. The kid then asked me why I didn't have any games on my PC, so I explained to him that I have a gaming console that allows me to play all the games that I'm interested in. After dinner and before the family left, my mother told them about all the yard sales that this neighborhood likes to do, and she also told them about the yard sale that was coming up next week. As they were leaving, the Karen said that they would stop by and check things out. Fast forward to one week from now, and we're at our yard sale, and here comes the Karen and her son. Once they are near all the merchandise we are selling, she looked a little disappointed at the choices that we had. At first, I assumed it was because we had all kinds of toys and other things that little kids would be interested in. So my mom asked her, you seem a bit disappointed. And that's when the Karen said, well, yeah, I was expecting your son to be selling his PC since he doesn't use it that often. My mom chimed in and said, uh, excuse me? And this is where things kind of got heated. The Karen replied, yeah, my son told me about how you only use it for school and to watch YouTube on it, and in my opinion, that isn't a good use for it. My mom snapped back at her and said, sorry, but his PC is not for sale. And it was at this point that the Karen basically demanded that we give her my PC. She said, well, at this point, the way your son uses it, I think you should just give it to my son instead. At this point, I popped in and told the Karen to leave us alone if she was just going to demand things from us. She says, um, how dare you talk to me like that? My mother then told the Karen that I was right and that they needed to leave. So they left and we decided to call off the yard sale and to just do it sometime in the future. As we were bringing everything inside, we left the door open so we could both carry things in and out of the house. Finally, we got it done and as we were both going inside the house, the Karen comes full sprint running at the door to try and get in our house. Thankfully, my mom was there and shut the door just in time. As the Karen was leaving our garage, my mom yelled back asking if this lady was crazy, demanding to know why she was trying to get into our house. The Karen then demanded that we give her son the PC or she would call the police on us and get us arrested for assault because apparently we shut the door on her head somehow and she got hit, which is just not what happened. My mom called her bluff and told her to do it and that when the cops show up, she can tell them exactly what actually happened. When my mom said this, the Karen backpedaled and got out of there fast. And after all was said and done, she never did call the cops. What an absolute psychopath. What kind of person would try to break into another person's home just to try and get somebody else's property. This lady has serious issues. And worst of all, this lady lives in your neighborhood. This original poster goes on to say that this Karen is a pain in the neck in the neighborhood. And I can understand why. This neighborhood is notorious for doing yard sales. Now you gotta worry about this lady trying to break and enter just to get that stupid PC. My suggestion is getting a security camera. I think a good option would be one of those cameras that also doubles as a doorbell. That way you can know exactly who's coming in and out and what they say when they're at your front door. But overall, just stay on your guard and make sure that that Karen doesn't climb through your window. Otherwise, you can kiss your PC goodbye. My girlfriend slapped me twice last night, so I've moved out all of my stuff, but now I miss her. What do I do? So for a bit of context, my girlfriend and I have been dating for three years, and since COVID happened, we've lived together at her dad's place. He's moved out with his girlfriend, so it's basically our place now. We've done it all up, made it look really nice, we got two cats together, and overall, we're pretty happy. There are a few glaring issues, however. She is a massive stoner, whereas I am 
not. She also has some mental health issues that she needs to see a therapist for. She can be quite snappy and rude, but I still love her and the life we have together. I can't really explain it, and although we argue and she doesn't always treat me right, I still enjoy our life together. So whenever we go out drinking, she always kicks off and makes a scene. It drives me nuts when I just want to have some fun with my friends. Last night she stormed off because she felt like everyone was ignoring her, and I went after her to try and talk to her and calm her down, and she ended up storming off and calling me some terrible names. And in all honesty, I nearly ended things right then and there, but I stuck it out because I love her. Last night we were out drinking again, and she did some seriously illegal substances for the first time ever, and things were not going well. However, she has work tomorrow morning and wanted everyone to come back to our place so she can hang out but also go to bed when she wants. But everybody else just wanted to stay out and go dancing instead. This is when she started kicking off at me and again, I was trying to get her to calm down and talk her through this. She said that she has work tomorrow and this always happens. And at this point, I just simply couldn't be bothered anymore and I said, then just get another job. And that's when I received my first slap out of nowhere and she stormed off. I walked back and told my friend what happened. Obviously, they were outraged. We shortly left afterwards and we saw my girlfriend down the road. She came up to me and asked for my key to the house and said I wasn't welcome back. Her friends were there. My friends were there. Everyone was asking why she slapped me as I was taking the key off my keychain. I told her, hey, you're making a big mistake. And that's when I received my second slap and she stormed off again. Everyone was outraged and freaked out, even her own friends. After that, I didn't see her for the rest of the night. I've got a zero tolerance policy when it comes to either partner hitting each other. So I went to the house this morning to get all my stuff and tell her it's over. She apologized profusely, saying that she will never do it again and that it was the biggest regret of her life and that she will do anything to make it up. She said that she'll clean up her act, she'll stop doing the illegal substances, and she will stop treating me like garbage. All the while, I was moving my stuff out and it was honestly pretty rough. I then sat down for a little bit to talk to her. We had spent three years together. I simply couldn't just leave just like that. So we talked for a while and I said that I just need some space. I also said that I don't know what to do in terms of our relationship. So I am officially out of her house, but I really do still miss her. And I personally want to go back. However, I know it's wrong. Would I be a massive fool if I returned? What should I do? This whole situation is just super sketchy. Your girlfriend is doing illegal substances. That's a big red flag for me personally. And that is a personal deal breaker. And she assaulted you twice. I can't think of any legitimate reason to smack your partner in the face aside from maybe self-defense. And it's not like you said anything horrific. All you jokingly said was to just get another job. And then she goes off the handle and smacks you in the face. Like that is not okay. And then she smacks you again in the face after you give her your key to the house. I don't care what influence she was under. That is not acceptable. So even though it's hard, I think in all honesty, it's probably time to move on. It doesn't sound like a super healthy relationship. And I think you can do a lot better. I can't wait to finally get away from my family. Firstly, I'll say I didn't have a terrible childhood. I did get the occasional spanking, usually for a bad grade. And it was definitely enough for me to close myself off a lot, not only to them, but to any close relationships that have tried to crop up in my life between me and anyone, really. I'm now in college and I do have to rely on my family somewhat. But before I ever ask for anything, I have the conversation in my head. I envision all possible outcomes and most of those conversations end in negative responses. Because of that, I end up putting off the call or the question for days, not wanting to face it. I can only ever tell my family good news. I can only say that I'm making good grades or that I landed an internship, not that I eat barely once a day or that I'm suffering from depression. Anytime I say that, they ask me, well, what are you sad about? Once I do, if ever, find the courage to call for 
something I need or can't afford with my part-time job, it's either an okay from them or I get an entire lecture about how lazy I am, all because I opted to only have one job instead of two while I go to school. They also like to say that I act like a child. Meanwhile, they keep my 21-year-old dropout brother well-fed and they do whatever he needs without any question. Also, my younger brother is only one year younger than me. He doesn't have any mental or physical issues. He is just taking advantage of the system, I guess. I just can't wait until I graduate and can survive without them. I go to a relatively good school and surprise, surprise, I'm surrounded by the exact opposite. People's parents practically throw money at them and come to see them, actually care about their well-being, the good and the bad. I hate that I even have to go home to see them sometimes. It starts out good, I'm happy to see them and they me, but eventually it gets into questions about what I plan to do after graduating and that I better not be back here in my hometown if I get a job lined up. I wasn't able to get a job for the first year or so of college and they assume it'll be that way once I get my degree. They can't seem to grasp that the modern world isn't as easy as walking into the nearest corporation and just getting a job. Honestly, I'm just exhausted with all of this and I'm not sure what to do. It really sucks that you come from a family that's super nosy and is super judgmental on what you are or are not doing. But honestly, just keep your goal in sight. Graduating doesn't solve all your problems. There's still going to be issues of making money, finding your own place to live, and a lot of other things that'll come about that you probably didn't expect. But just keep your mind focused on your goal, get good grades, and do everything in your power to establish your future. And then one day you're going to look up and you're going to be completely independent. And you'll realize that no, you don't need their help with everything that comes your way. And that will be a beautiful day in your life. And I think in your situation, you'll probably find some peace you haven't felt in a very long time. My girlfriend said that she would rather be cheated on than yelled at. And I'm not sure if that's a red flag or not. Me and my girlfriend of eight months had our first big fight yesterday. We were both pretty respectful and while tones were annoyed and angry, no one really raised their voice. We talked it through afterwards and discussed boundaries around conflicts and how to handle things. She opened up about some issues from her childhood. The biggest thing was that her dad yelled all the time and this was in a pretty bad scary kind of way I guess. She was trying to tell me that she can't be in a relationship where there's regular yelling, which I totally respect. I don't want that either. But then she said that she would rather be cheated on than yelled at. I was a little taken back by this, as that's a pretty strange statement to make. I firmly believe that outside of abuse, cheating is the most horrible kind of betrayal and the worst thing partners can do to each other. It makes me unnerved to think that she doesn't see it that way, almost like she doesn't agree how serious infidelity is. And that seems like a pretty big thing to be misaligned on. I didn't push her on it at the time because she was a bit emotional from talking about her childhood stuff. But my mind keeps going back to it. Is it just an exaggeration to make her point that yelling is a deal breaker for her? Should I even care if we don't agree on what the worst thing is? Or should I ask her to clarify just a little bit more as to what she meant and then just let it go? What should I do? I think the girlfriend was just exaggerating a little bit on how badly she does not want to be yelled at. Like, I totally understand where she's coming from when she says that being yelled at is a very big trigger for her and it'll cause a lot of damage to her. But I honestly don't think she was being serious when she said that she would rather be cheated on than yelled at. I think she was honestly just trying to show how severe that type of behavior is towards her personally. I think if you asked her, she would also say that, yeah, cheating on me is also a terrible thing. I really don't think this is a situation where you can measure one as worse than the other. I think you're kind of splitting hairs at that point, but I think instead she was just trying to make a point, if that makes sense. The biggest lesson to be learned from this is that she sees yelling as a horrible act and that she sees it as an aggressive act at that. Her father was incredibly abusive towards her, and the fact that this is associated with childhood trauma is not something that she's going to easily shake. It's going to take time and effort on both your parts. So I wouldn't worry about what she isn't saying in this situation. 
she just really does not like being yelled at and at least moving forward you know what her trigger is and you can find ways to avoid it. My mother-in-law snuck into my apartment and into my bedroom and gently woke up my husband and I'm honestly not okay with this. For some context, my in-laws have a vacation home an hour and a half away from all of our primary residences. This home is divided into two sections. Their home below and ours is on the second floor. My husband is one of two children and we pay for all of our expenses. From electricity to water to the taxes, it's all on us. Now, I've been sick for a week. I fell asleep on the outside couch because I needed to sleep sitting up. It was horrible trying to stay asleep sitting up, so I was exhausted. Around 4 a.m., I woke up and, missing my bed, went back to my room to snuggle with my husband. Of course, I had a little bit of a tough time getting to sleep. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity, I was knocked out. This bliss was temporary. Less than four hours later, I am startled to see my mother-in-law laughing like a sneaky child at Christmas trying to wake up my husband. I just stared at her in complete shock. Her explanation was that she had a bad dream about him. She had heard me at four in the morning and knew I had gone to my room to sleep, but felt entitled enough to wake me up after only four hours of sleep in our apartment in our bedroom. I told my husband that I was beyond pissed off. I told him that we need to pay more rental-wise so that she doesn't feel entitled to pull this kind of garbage. Her obsession with my husband is real. You would think after 35 years, she'd get over not having her baby at her beck and call. The way she treats her son is a known joke amongst everyone in the family, including the younger sibling who is incredibly resentful, and rightfully so. My husband thinks she had a moment of insanity and that I need to let it go, but I am not prepared to let this woman come in and out of our apartment whenever she wants. What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your husband needs a serious reality check. His mom sneaking into a grown man's bedroom while his wife is literally in bed with him is incredibly creepy and uncalled for. The husband absolutely needs to step up and say something. And the original poster is absolutely not in the wrong here. I would be enraged if my in-laws snuck in on me while I was sleeping next to my significant other. There would be no good excuse for that type of behavior. That's a complete violation of privacy and it would absolutely not stand. At this point, I would honestly change the lock and make it very clear to these people that no, you cannot come into my home whenever you want unannounced. Both of my parents are cheating on each other. So I'm a 14-year-old guy and there's a few things you need to know about me before I tell you about my situation. I'm in high school. I did skip a few years because it wasn't necessary for me. I have a twin brother and I'm really handy with technology. One day, my dad gave me his phone for some reason and his messages just happened to be open. Then a suspicious contact caught my eye. It was completely deleted but the next message was as if they had continued a previous message. That's where all hell began. I was curious and waited for a few days, then looked at the message again. I know that this was wrong, but I was curious and I couldn't hold it in. And that's when I found out that my dad is cheating. This was about five months ago. About a month later, my mom gives me her old phone as she is getting a new phone. She deleted her chat app as she gives it to me, but for some reason, it isn't gone. I don't really know how that happened, but in this chat app, I see this person messaging my mom, and my mom 
mom calls him darling and whatnot. And honestly, I'm utterly distraught. I have been holding this in for about four months. Every time we spend time together, I can't help but believe that all of this is fake. I can't look at my parents the same. I don't see the role model dad anymore. There's nothing that holds our family together. Obviously, they both think that they are doing a great job hiding it, but it's so painful. I feel like I'm a balloon that's about to pop, and I can't hold out anymore. I have had panic attacks for the past two weeks over this, and I simply can't believe that this is happening to me. What should I do? There's a small chance that your parents have an open relationship. That basically means that they have relationships besides each other, if you know what I mean. And it sounds like they're just trying to hide it from you. But there's also the very distinct possibility that this is not what's happening, and they both happen to be just cheating on each other. In which case, I'm so sorry this is happening. It sounds like talking to your parents might be out of the picture, obviously, but there's always a chance that you could talk to the school counselor or even a trusted teacher and try and go through this with them. Eventually, though, this is a conversation that you're probably going to need to have with your parents, and it might help to have another adult in the room with you. I can only imagine how you're feeling right now, and honestly, I wish you the best of luck in trying to navigate this. Today, I messed up by jokingly suggesting that my parents should get a divorce, and now they're going through with it. My mom and dad have been married for 28 years. My mom has never liked my dad's drinking. They've always fought over it since I was a kid, but it would usually be limited to just then. My dad is in the army, and in my country, it's a tradition for officers to gather at the mess almost every night and drink. Now, my dad is a relative lightweight, so he would sometimes embarrass mom at parties with his slurring and stumbling, and it was at these kinds of get-togethers that I saw my first fights between my mom and my dad about his drinking. He's continued this practice at home, and although he doesn't drink too much at once, mom would get mad at dad every night he was wasted. She has this terrible anger in which she can really make you feel like garbage with just her words. So facing this every time he had a drink made my dad start to do this behind her back. Eventually, of course, he was found out and the fights escalated to being about him lying. Please also note that my parents have always been very loving to each other and me. Their only major fights are about drinking. I was in attendance during their latest fight. It started off with mom raging at dad because he appeared a little tipsy and then he got angry back at her. My dad is normally a very calm person, but recently I've noticed him getting very angry when defending his drinking. This time he lost it again and started going off about other flaws my mom has and how he doesn't criticize her for them. It got to a point where they both seemed to say that they loathed each other. Now, I still thought they cared for each other and were letting their emotions get to them. So I suggested, if you both really hate each other so much, why don't you just get a divorce? To my shock, they both quickly agreed and continued talking about how they do it. A full day has passed since then and they haven't said a word to each other. I've tried talking to both of them individually, and they seem to have a lot more hatred for each other now, and I can't help but feel like I massively escalated their fight with my suggestion. What do I do? I want to first say that this is definitely not your fault. There's nothing that you really can do. It seems like these two were kind of on that path anyways, and they probably just needed someone besides either of them to say it. There's also the possibility that they've been having this discussion privately without you around, and now that their kid has suggested it, they can probably now talk about it openly. And it really sucks that it has to go to this, but honestly, it sounds like both of your parents have something to work on. So no, this is not your fault. You didn't mess up. This has most likely been happening in the background without you knowing about it. And it was only a matter of time until it got brought up. Today I messed up by accidentally spilling water on my $200 keyboard. At the Christmas of 2019 and 2020, I was gifted an elite gaming keyboard. And at the time, it cost $200. It was a great keyboard. And I had pretty much no issues for the two and a half years that I had it. However, earlier today, I accidentally spilled a full to the brim 
brim cup of water on it. And the keys on this particular keyboard don't come off. So if water gets on them, you can't really clean it up. Not just that, but the water also seeped into the keys. So every time I click a specific key, it would launch water into the area around it. Because of this technicality, I am looking into getting a new keyboard that has replaceable keys. It's made all of this so much worse though because of how much this keyboard cost and the fact that it was a gift. I know this could be so much worse than it really is, but I basically just poured $200 down the drain. When it's plugged in, it completely freaks out and opens multiple windows. And as a result of the water damage, that means it pretty much has no resale value other than being a piece of scrap metal. And because it's just over two years old, I can't get a replacement as the warranty is going to be voided. I am currently using a really terrible $15 keyboard, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. So what's the moral of the story? Don't put full cups of liquid on your desk right next to your expensive gaming equipment, especially if you're prone to clumsiness like me. I've done something like this, and let me tell you, that is a painful lesson to learn, and an expensive one at that. But the silver lining here is the fact that you didn't buy that keyboard and it was just a gift, which is honestly both a blessing and a curse. Because on one side, you didn't have to spend any money to buy it, but on the other, you don't get to enjoy the keyboard that somebody else bought you that is clearly a really good keyboard. I'm also really surprised that the keys don't come off the keyboard. Like, I'm sure if you looked it up online, there's probably a way to take the keys off the keyboard. And also, there's a chance it might not be completely unusable. If you dry it out and really take like an air compressor and try and get all the water out of it, it might still work. But from the sounds of it, you might be up a creek without a paddle. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.